damn little mama. You know, you thick as hell, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, after the club, you know what I'm talking about? Me and my niggas gonna be together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't even worried about them really, though. I'm just looking at you. And shit, you know. And we are back around the old oak table, and it is episode 76 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, coming to you on the heels of one of the most epic bachelor parties that you guys did not get to attend. Be a part of. Correct. It's a private function. Yes. It was behind the velvet. Curtain. Curtain. It's an ancient Chinese art, and everybody knew their part. <laughs> Kung Fu fighting. Oh. <laughs> I know. I started it, and I was like, why did I do this? But I was too far committed. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess uh, with hmm. with uh, out further ado, we should uh, just dive right into uh, what happened last Thursday night. Yeah. Because... Uh, <clears throat> Man, I tell you, the the there was a lot of people hitting the direct message uh, based on stories that they saw, and there's a lot of people that are looking for answers, Ben. So, okay. <laughs> did you have a good time? That's that's the first question. Hell yes. All right. Well, I did too. Mark? Oh, I absolutely did. It was probably not the best steak I've ever had, but... The it was pretty good. Well, it was damn good. If you for factor in that, I didn't you, have to cook. Yeah, and right. if you factor in beef quality and ambience together. Oh yeah, done. Yeah, done. So, um, what what happened on Thursday night is, uh, you know, we've been teasing Ben for for a couple of months about yeah. his bachelor party and taking him to a strip club. But ultimately, Ben's our brother. Ben doesn't want that. So. What we ended up doing was taking Ben out to the shadiest, seediest, <laughs> oldest steakhouse we could find in Central Florida, which is the Cattle Ranch up in Sanford. Awesome. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. Carl joined us, and we all went up there and had some damn fine steaks and all the accoutrement that associated with mm-hmm. a fine steak dinner. Um, starting off with uh, an appetizer of what, what do they call those? Buckskins. Buckskins. Yes. Yeah, loaded buckskins. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, as we were winding down dinner, um, we thought that it might be fun to <laughs> see if we could create the illusion that uh, Ben, whether willing or unwilling. Had a wild night on the town. Had a bachelor party uh, that included strippers and abduction and handcuffs. It was a lot of roast beef, and it wasn't Arby's. That's right. (laughs) I did have Arby's today, though. So um, He was about a pound heavier after that steak, though. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry to have let um, any of you guys down. Uh, We hope that uh, 
we're actually setting the example that if you got a friend that really doesn't want to go do something, mm-hmm. you don't force them to go do it. Yeah. Nope. But, uh, you know, hashtag sneaky sneaky. Yep. <laughs> well, it was so funny because we did it Thursday. You posted stories on Friday. Right. And Saturday I'm on my roof working and Woody texted me. was like, are you feeling all right, man? I was like, how you doing, man? I'm like, what the hell is Woody talking about? <laughs> and I was supposed to be like, yeah. What are you? And I was like, oh. I was like. Yeah, man, I'm like roofing and just leaning over and puking when the the mood hits. I'm trying to stay hydrated. I mean, I was drinking roofied. Pedialyte. Not roofing, mm. roofied. Sorry. Sorry, I lied to you, Woody. But no, we created the sorry. content. That's right. We, we just goes to show. We sold you. it. You don't, don't trust know. everything you hear on the right. internet. That's right. We did it for the gram. We didn't actually do it. We just did it for the gram. All I the know. sheeple. I think we sold a good story. Though. I did too. Oh, oh we didn't for oversell sure. it. It was just enough. Just enough. Just enough. It, it really was. It, like I looked at it, I was like, "Damn, what a fun night we had." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for the rest of us, we really missed an opportunity because right. I mean, there could have been more content at the actual club. Ben didn't have to come in, right? Right. But we could have just had him watch the car. Yeah. Right. Well, my excuse with bachelor parties is it's not about the groom. No, it's, it's about not. the rest of us that are married right. and can't go and do this stuff. Well. But the steak was damn good. Yeah, the steak was good. And the ambiance and was phenomenal. It did not disappoint. No. I mean our waitress Vicky was probably hot in the eighties. I'd say seventies. <laughs> I mean if you if you squint it takes about 15 years off. Well, you know, you and I down two pitchers. We could have four, a couple more, you know. <laughs> well, the the funny thing is, like, you know, that steakhouse has kind of the principles that are at play at a strip club. Oh, yeah. Um, low lighting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So no matter if the steak comes out looking like shit, it looks like a 10. Um, just everything about it exuded just the... <sighs> The from the um, Polaroids on the wall, uh-huh. you know all the neon signs. Yep, there was a little stage up there. There was, there was. You know, who knows? Maybe there if we'd asked the right room. person, we could have had some kind of party there. It could be an event space. So, in you know, true Mark fashion, I'm bringing this up way too late because I just remembered it. We could have killed two birds with one stone. A short jump over the 528 to Rachel's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Class it up even yeah. further. So you're that eating your have been steak while watching. Well, well, you could turn your back to it. That would have been another 45-minute drive. Well, actually, Mark is thinking of the Rachel's Steakhouse down next oh. to the airport. There's actually still one in Castleberry, Rachel's oh. North. Mm. I believe it's okay. still open. No, I think it is because I think I drove past it the other day. That's where we and went to the buffet. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All you can eat. <laughs> gotcha, Pam. Boom. <laughs> do we circle back to Pam? <laughs> Are we going to do this? <clears throat> I'm going to do it. It was your All bachelor right. party. You tell us. No, this is nothing to do with bachelor party. Are we? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's transition to the actual marriage advice for Ben. Uh, which is going to be something we're going to cover later. Yep. Okay. Or no, fuck it. Let's jump let's into just, it let's now. Let's jump into it now. Because <laughs> we're, we're transitioning. Segment one's called the Ben segment today. Yeah. But when you give that advice as the mother 
of the group. And I thought about it. What makes it funnier is most people don't know that's my mom. Like most people who watch our podcast, listen to it, they don't know her Instagram handle. Right. So they just think she's just some creepy old lady, which she is. But <laughs> the... I'm telling your mom you think she's old. I, I spoke it here. She can listen to it herself. Right. I was like, what in the world? And I said nothing. I addressed nothing. And then I saw Larry the next day. And he's like, I think your mom got offended. I said, yeah, I think so. He's like, but what a cringy comment. 100%. Don't comment on your kid's sex lives on the internet or lack thereof or future sex life or anything. That's just stay in your lane. Or your channel buoy. I don't care. Sounds like you and your mom need to deepen your relationship. No, I'm trying to put a little bit of a separation there now. <laughs> no, it was just funny. I was just like, oh my God, make it stop. So, um, I love you, mom. The, the post that we put up was soliciting marriage advice, yes. um, <clears throat> for Ben. And, uh, you know, the intent was, and the, the request was to send it via direct message so that it would be the first time Ben heard the advice right. and we would get a genuine response from mm-hmm. Ben on the show. So, of course, 60% of our listeners <laughs> put it in the comments. <laughs> so we're not even going to comment on those other than Pam. Ugh, Pam. I mean, wow. Um, you know... You were doing what we're doing and what we did on Thursday night, theater of the mind. Right. <laughs> you created theater of the mind of heel strip, shill strip. Yes. <laughs> so sometimes you have to take two steps back, put the phone down, give it 10, 15 minutes, come back and say, do I really want to hit? Do I want to hit the? Do I really want to post this? Um but that being said, uh, <laughs> the answer is no. We love we Pam, and we, uh, we know that her heart's in the right place. Yes. So onward and upward with some of the advice that Let's you haven't it. heard. Let's do it. Um, I'm not going to trouble anybody by giving their name out. Okay. It's, this is completely all anonymous. Uh, marriage advice: mm. king size bed. Done. Triple exclamation point. Yep. Run with it from there. Got it. All right. Ben's, Ben's on board. Highly recommend it. So that's another thing I got in trouble for was that comment section and why I didn't hand out any advice. Uh, you read the directions. You read the directions. No. <laughs> because I would have told him, don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> and she, no, you can't do it. <laughs> this, this one, when, when, I, when I read this one, I actually laughed out loud and have been waiting to see Ben's uh, (laughs) response to this. Okay. They're proud of it, so they title it Best (laughs) Marriage Advice. (laughs) Learn to be comfortable pooping in front of each other. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Okay. It's all about eye. And holding a conversation while while you do it. Maintaining eye contact. All about eye contact. contact. Yep. Yep. I'm fine with it. You think. When true judgment comes out, yeah. Now, somebody thought it would be, you know, uh, apropos to give you some bad advice, followed by good advice, and okay. then great advice. Okay. It's the bad advice would be to tell you to fall asleep mid argument. 
I like it. <laughs> Bold move. Get you Bold out of it. <laughs> Good advice is perform random acts of kindness just because. That is good. Everybody ready? Yeah. Aww. Aww. He's been married less than 10 years. Um, <laughs> great advice. Treat marriage like it's a lifelong sleepover with your best friend and just have fun. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah that's pretty, that's I don't pretty know, solid. There were some times I wanted to get rid of them in the morning. Like, God, I know you're my best friend, but. You need to go home. You need to go. Yeah. Well, we all had those friends. I guess that's why we have our camping nights and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're sitting here right now. Yeah. After nine feet of meat. <laughs> 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 all right. So moving along, um, this marriage advice is coming from uh, our 49th state. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the bush view, mm-hmm. per se, of uh, yeah. marriage advice. If you go to get food, be sure to bring her something too, regardless mm. of if she asked. Yep. I, I'm not hungry doesn't mean I'm not hungry. I remember countless times as a kid, Dad and I would be going to the store, we'd go to the dump, and he'd be like, let's go get a tea from McDonald's. Uh, you and better he bring would mom. not come home with a tea for mom. And it doesn't matter how many times he, it could be a week later, and he'd forget, and he wouldn't do it. And she'd yell at him and call him selfish. And he'd I, like, think, I think, think food. about it. I think food is a little more dangerous. Yeah. Because you're trying yeah, to do the right thing, and then it's like, oh, well, I want mm, drinks. Drinks work. The The next one is kind of, I, I, I don't even know what to think of it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, somehow, some way, this is good advice, I believe, that they're sharing. Okay. Keep a bag of frozen chocolate chips in the freezer in case of emergencies or in need of a distraction. <laughs> I, I like this. Frozen chocolate chips sound painful. Well, if you throw them at them. Well, oh. that's what I would use them for. I don't I mean, maybe you throw it in the door with a my doll and you say, have a good night. And you go camp with your buddies. And lastly, and this makes sense coming from someone in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Make sure to assert dominance by biting her ear. Make sure she knows you're the alpha. <laughs> Got to pee on her, too. Yep. Oh, geez. Mark that territory. Well, that's funny. Well, thank you for participating. All right. This this is like a long one. Somebody gave this Ooh. a lot of thought. So it's two solutions for the same problem. Okay. With the premise that she is yelling at you for something you surely are responsible for causing. Okay. Okay. So, you know. Assumption of guilt. I a, like it. A month from now, you know. You're guilty, yeah. and she's giving you the dress down. So uh, response number one is to simply go in another room, even if she's still yelling. Just close <laughs> the door so she can cool off. It will give you both time to think about the issue and revisit it later. There's zero chance it's going to make her more mad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or uh, alternatively, number two, just go in for a hug. If she's mad at you, she probably doesn't know it, but she simply needs your embrace. She'll surely calm down and remember how much you care. She will fight you at first. <laughs> Just try mm-hmm. again. Again, zero chance. This makes her more mad. Mm-hmm. I like it. And they followed up a while later and says, saying, P.S., number two takes practice. 
it's like breaking a wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh. Oh, now we're getting into the pro tips. This oh, is a nice. marriage pro tip. If you come home way later than you were supposed to be, walk into your bedroom and get into bed backwards. Like walking backwards, walk backwards mm-hmm. and get into bed backwards. That way, if she wakes up, you can say, oh, yeah, I heard that too. I'm going to investigate. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I thought you were saying lay backwards. Right. That's feet what where I your did head first. No, no, no. So Just walk into the room. Hits ba- you. Walk into the room backwards and back your way yeah. to the to the bed so that if she happens to wake up, you just go, yeah, I heard it too. I used to, to look. I used to do that at airports to sneak back through security. To baggage claim in the Philippines because their security guards don't give a shit. I had to like, they had. You're on a list. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want in that country. <laughs> oh, it's the I Philippines. Can't get with it, but I can do whatever I want. I just nope. We're good. Hmm. Now I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to decipher what someone who butchered the English language meant. So give me two oh, seconds yeah. here. See, one of the other ones I would go with is. It's what is it? How's it go? It's better to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. I used that <laughs> advice this week mm-hmm. <laughs> when I needed a sawzall, so I purchased a sawzall. Milwaukee, of course. The top of the line. Oh, okay. I'm working on a house. I need good <laughs> tools, and then on the roof because we're using the saws off so much and the circular saw we were burning through batteries so you got some extra batteries well i said i can buy two five amp hour batteries for two hundred dollars or for 350 i can get the fuel drill and driver combo kit i want that comes with two five amp hour batteries so i made what i thought was a educated, informed decision where you got more bang for your buck by spending just $150 more. And it was... And I don't have that problem because I have the old Craftsman plug-in. It was the right and wrong answer. She said, I'm not mad that you did it. You just should have said something Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just establish a threshold. Exactly. Okay, so I figured figured this one out. So this, this guy says he asked a guy on his 50th anniversary how he made it last, and he said... Buy a big bed and stay on your side. Fair enough. Um, And then he says, in more relevant, real advice for the first few years, advice from me is remember when you were arguing the significance of the fight. If it's over dishes or something insignificant, just let it go. Don't go crazy over it. And then he said, also, and more importantly, when you buy new gear, have it shipped to your friend's house or work. <laughs> they don't know that you have it. You can buy one $100 thing that arrives in one box, and you'll get more shit for it than four or $5 things that arrive in different boxes. Fair so. enough. Oh, this one. This one's the art of bribery and <laughs> making... The wife think it's her idea becomes not only an art, it's a survival trait. Yeah. So, you know, and this happens way before marriage oftentimes um, with um, probably the number one thing is, um, hey, let's go out to dinner tonight. Yeah, that sounds good. Where do you want to go? 
I don't know. Where do you want to go? So I had somebody that I saw give some advice that said the way to circumvent that is to simply be like, hey, we're going to go out tonight. And they're like, oh, that sounds fantastic. And you say, you get three guesses to figure out where I'm taking you. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's good advice. So... And that wraps up those that followed the directions. Correct. Those that didn't. We have already seen your comments, and we've taken them to uh, heart or discarded them, as the case may be. So uh, what do you got? You got like uh, less than a week of freedom left, yeah? Yeah. What's today? Monday? Yeah. So basically five and a half days, we'll call it. Five and a half. Way to look at it half full there, buddy. Well, Anything? I didn't want to say six. That seems too far away. Anything left on your bucket list? No. Um, Strip club's still open. <laughs> only uh, only real thing on my bucket list is, I think, uh, Larry and I are going to try to go fish this week. Yep. And that's that's really pretty much it. Oh, so you like Larry better than the rest of us, I see. I, well, I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, did you get a text? I, I didn't get a text. I, I was the first to say yes. And once you get the yes from one, you do you just invite? You know what, it's like when you, you go you want, trying to get him in up. trouble by going out and trying to find the bigger, better deal. No, <laughs> that is how you don't get invited back on a boat. I don't think I've that. ever been invited on your boat. Oh, ooh. well, this I'm, is a, this is oh. a practice argument. Ooh. I'm trying to yeah. think through the details. <laughs> I, I, I've, asked, I've asked you for a ride from JB's to the sandbar. Yep, um, which I've given. Yes, you have. I think Ben and I have done multiple. You and I have gone out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've gotten the offer. Yeah. To, hey, if you want to come down, we can go out. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. With the gas prices now, he put that <laughs> into factor. <laughs> you, got like, a, mm-hmm. you got a friend sitting across from you. Delaying. <laughs> delaying. Oh, I, I made that now. drive to help him move wood. Mm-hmm. You did, and I appreciated that. Well, that was... And you followed it up with, man, that was really helpful. Let's fish tomorrow. I followed Ooh, it up with cash. Shots fired. He bought, he bought me lunch. He did buy my lunch. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? We went to Hemingway's. Wawa? No, we Ooh, Hemingway's Tavern. Is this place where you and I went? Is that Hemingway's? You and I went to Helen Blazes. Uh, Helen Blazes. Which... Somebody That's, got shot in downtown like two I guarantee ago. it was that off the tracks. Nice. That is the sketchiest. They've almost closed it like three times because people were getting stabbed and mugged. And Decent. They had this suspicion that the owners were in on it. It was kind of weird. Or somebody was in on it. There's a pretty big public uh, camp. Helen Blazes, their burger prices have gone through the roof. Wow. I remember when prices? you and I went, it was like $14 a burger. Last time Daisy and I went, it was 18 That's insanity. I have not been back since. Wow. Is it grade a, a Wagyu? No, I think it's just the beef prices went up, and that's well, what they're doing. Something. <clears throat> Thanks, Joe. Yep. Oh, no. Somebody's going to check my Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we've pretty much gotten the uh, nuptial portion yeah, of episode 76 so. out of the way um, until we get to probably on episode 77 hear all about the honeymoon. It's going to be epic. It's going to be interesting. It's <laughs> no. I have been legitimately looking forward to 
and cringing that episode. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think we're going to have a damn good time. We want details. You'll get some. Deets. Not all. All right. Well, I want to move to a new segment Let's for the it. show. He found something over there. He was chewing. And uh, this, is, this is segment is going to be called Strip Set <laughs> or Trout Set. Ooh. And where we are, if you're strip setting... You're doing it right, mm-hmm. and if you trout set, you're fucking it up. Okay. So go back up north, Yankee. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce uh, something that's you know either a topic or something that's been going on recently, and then we'll go around the table, and uh, we'll start with Ben headed that direction around the table. Okay. And you can either rate it a strip set, okay, or a trout set, and tell us why. Okay. All right, so uh, number one, over the last uh, couple, three weeks, because I think we're probably at the three-week mark since we put out an episode, um, there's been a huge, huge, huge um, amount of politicking going on on Instagram and Facebook uh, related to Everglades restoration Trout and set. a particular <laughs> a particular bill that uh, is moving its way through the Florida legislature. Um, it caught our attention and we actually as a group um, have been watching the committee hearing yep. uh, the Senate session and have read the bill, have read the bill and we are still scratching our heads and trying to find that common ground in, in so far as what we're supposed to articulate to our listeners, the actual problems are the changes that need to be made. And so far, we just hear that it's a bad bill. And it's going to send more discharges, and it prioritizes the sugar lands. Which, but I don't know where in the bill it actually states any of those things. Right. So it, it, in, it gets reduced down to a hashtag, kill the bill or sneaky sneaky. Oh, yep. and those fancy pictures of those dead fish that they use from the, uh, the Tampa false, uh, phosphorus mine mm-hmm. mishap with a censored tag on it. Which then led to a bunch of... Censorship. I want to be part of the cool kid crowd posting their real fish pictures with live fish with censored on it so they could get reshared. And uh, you know what's interesting is the hype wagon. Oh, yeah. Was... I tell you what. Like, certain organization kept posting that over and over and over again, and you'd see the same person three or four times Mm -hmm. and all their dot, 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 dot. Yeah, so, Ben, you're saying... I'm saying it's a trout set. You can't provide why it's a bad bill. You can't explain anything other than it's not what you want, and you don't want more accountability for your actions. Or for for the, the Water Management District Board. Right. Um, Jameson. Um, Full-on, 6 to 12, trout are out, baby. All right. And boil well, it my, down. My reasonings? Yeah. Uh, well... As an educated individual watching the conversation that actually happened between the gentleman that proposed the bill and the other senators, um, 
it seems to me and in reading the bill I could understand what he was saying and in fact he mentioned a number of times that he's actually trying to help what they're trying to do he appreciates them and he's really upset that they're all coming after him um, and he's trying to find common ground and yet they're still hammering home that this is a bad bill when I can't find anything in there that says anything specific that prioritizes you know big sugar or whatever the the demon in the room is um and it provides that there has to be accountability for <clears throat> a certain foundation that receives 70 percent of their funding from the florida state taxpayer uh and it, it forces them to have to report on what they're doing and using that money for so you know i i, I find it hard to believe that there's issues with this unless something shady's going on, which I already know something shady's going on with the organization saying something. So uh, I would say do your research. Read the bill. I posted it a couple times. Read the bill. Watch the Senate hearings. Be an educated citizen. Don't fucking hop on the bandwagon. All right. Trout set. Marcus? Mm, trout set. I think they're grasping at the, the final straws of their stronghold mm-hmm. and they're just looking for things to, to grab onto to suck a little bit more money out of everybody because there's going to be a time in the future. Well, yeah, if their projects actually go through, then they how are they going to sell more hats? They won't have right. any water quality issues to bitch about. The marketing company is running out of shit to market. Right. Right. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to say Trout said as well <laughs> and uh, for all the reasons mentioned... <laughs> Um, however, I kind of look at it a little bit differently in, I'll use two words to describe what I think's going on is bad faith. Um, when you only can project headlines of kill the bill, bad bill, and you can't articulate exactly, you know, and, and during the committee hearing that I watched, um, there were senators that were like, tell me specifically, what line do you need changed? You know, right. let, let's have this discussion. Um, you know, even the semi, uh, South Florida Water or South Florida Water Management District mm-hmm. guy, uh, when he was put on the carpet and, and asked, what, what are the issues that the district has? He couldn't articulate anything. And he just said, oh, well, I'd have to have my staff address that. And I know that there were some issues that were raised about timing that may or may not have been something that I can see as an issue, but due to the bad faith of the whole rest of the arguments, uh, or lack really thereof of an articulatable argument, um, I I felt like it was um, a lot about nothing. And that's sad because... I will say that that group actually does have a very powerful voice. Yeah. It's a voice that, like them or not, for whatever reason, they have built a very good base of followers Mm -hmm. that if and when the time comes, they can mobilize. But uh, I hope they were also listening to the same senators that we were listening to because without that ability to 
not just bring awareness that someone says something is bad and you repeat, hey, that's bad. I heard that was bad. You've got to educate people as to why things are bad specifically because there was one senator that even said, look, man, you guys got my attention because I got so many emails. But then when I realized all the emails were verbatim identical, I knew that it was just an email mill mm-hmm. um, of the same thing, and there was no substance to it other than we are opposed to it. So, you know, every last senator that I heard speak said, we're, we're ready to roll our sleeves up and work with right. you guys and, ex- you know, meet with you and, and better explain it to you. So um, I would just say, hey, you know, you guys have built something great um, to, to make it continue being great. Get yourself a little bit more transparency, and uh, you'll be strip-setting in no time. <laughs> All right. Um, something I saw in my Instagram feed is item number two, and I was surprised uh, to see it, um, mainly because it was all the way up in St. Augustine. Okay. And um, it was... Another coastal conservation association type group that um, was participating in the release of hundreds, if not thousands, of like six, eight inch long redfish <laughs> from a hatchery. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. So, I mean, I'd heard the rumor that there was going to be some release of hatchery fish in the lagoon recently. And I don't know if that's part of that program or, you know, I mean, the last I checked, the regulations in northeast Florida, you can, you, if you're that type of guy and there's nothing wrong with it, and you follow the regulations, you can keep two redfish up there because the, so. the the redfish population up there is so robust. It's so here. it's hmm. curious why you'd be enhancing the natural environment that seems to be sustaining itself pretty well with hatchery fish. Yeah. So, Ben, we'll start around the table with you. Um, trout set, just because hatchery fish seem lazy. It's like we're going to fix the problem without addressing the problem. And give a perception that we're fixing a problem. Um, you can release all the fish you want, but if you put them in the same habitat where they don't have grass, they don't have food, they don't have like there's no sustainability to it. Right. So fix those issues. Open the dikes. Give it some filter. Let nature start doing its course. Let it heal itself, and then just watch the fishery grow. Mark? Mixed feelings, but I'm weighing heavily on the the trout set. Along the lines of what Ben was saying, you know, they have a healthy ecosystem up there. Robust redfish population. So let's add more. Well, they know they can't do it, I'm going to say south of Oak Hill. Right. Down to Melbourne. Because there's no chance of sustainability there's no 
grass, which hides shrimp and crabs. And mm-hmm. there's no food. Just right. So maybe maybe they had bred some redfish, and they had they they had all these fingerling uh, redfish. They had to do something with right. So I, I'm actually going to say strip set. Okay. okay. Um, I, I think probably for reasons that are. Not correct, but I'm thinking maybe by virtue of them releasing all of these fingerling redfish mm-hmm. up around St. Augustine and the northeastern area of the state, that they'll somehow figure out that it's a bad idea. Um, I don't know how they would mark those fish or... Right. You know, study those fish. Do they clip fins? Like I, right. you know, I don't know. What's um, the, like mortality survival? Rate? Yeah, and I'm, you know, not that I'm hoping a bunch of little baby redfish die, but you know, I mean, maybe a, maybe a good number of maybe they quantify that um, it's actually hatchery fish don't work in the estuary environment, right? And that'll save us. So for that reason, I'm going to say, okay. okay, strip set. Yeah. You, you did it somewhere else because it right. means you didn't do it here. Yeah. So, um, number three was, it's almost like, uh, I was, I wasn't, but I felt like I was, um, standing at the checkout counter and, uh, one of the, uh, oh, you know, like Elvis is marrying someone, yeah, so, like National, National Enquirer. Yep. Yeah. One of those yep. type, um, I, I felt that way, but I mean, it, it was a true story, and I feel bad for them. Emerald Waters Fly Shop out in Seattle was freaking robbed. Ooh, in broad daylight. Oh, um, wow. And you know, when you use the word "robbed," it makes me think somebody was armed with a firearm or a knife or mm-hmm. some kind of weapon because. Robbery is the taking of property through threat of or actual use of force down here where we live. Right. So I'm hoping that that translates. So it wasn't that, you know, somebody came in and stole a bunch of stuff. They were like robbed. And I was like, whoa, you know, mm-hmm. how crazy is that? It's pretty <laughs> wild. The. <laughs> I go back and forth on whether it seems like it's a good target or not. Well, like, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm sitting here saying, you know, not to be because it shouldn't be political, but like the whole right. masking mandate thing. Like, isn't it time to get past that? Because literally when we all started doing the masking, huh. I was like, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, right. in the like. My entire life, you never imagined or thought of walking into a business, you know, with your face obscured. Right. Ha- you know, like, if you went to the bank, they're like, hat and sunglasses off, right. please. Right. Now it's like, you need to have a mask on to come in here. And you're like, really? <laughs> right. You need to fill the bag with money and yeah. don't touch that button. Yep. You yeah. know, and and I, I, I just feel bad for the fly shop. Because, um, I mean, it's not even like... You know, they have a a clothing description of the masked man running down the street. Everybody's wearing a flipping mask. Wow. So, and, and, yeah. And like, 
Who robs a fucking fly shop? I know. What are they going to do? I mean, like, what did they take? That's what I'm thinking. Like, they're, they're, I mean, did they did they just take the till? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, Which, you I know, mean, there could be some, some in cash there. in there. I mean, I suppose. Right. But I mean, if, if you just, or they're like, give me all your ables. Right. Right. Because you know, if somebody leaves some stuff in the bed of their truck or something, and it comes up missing, they're like, all right, be on the lookout for this, yeah. this, this, and this. Right. Because you know it's going to pop up online. Right. Yeah. They can't. Uh, maybe out west they can, but I'm not going to go with like the guy with the trench coat and watches. Like, hey, you know, come here. Right. So, yeah, I don't. Theft sucks. I yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> for sure. So uh, <clears throat> that was just—I I don't even know if that really applies for strip set or trout no, set. It's just a trout set. It, 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 yeah, don't steal it, shit. Yeah, it's a trout <laughs> set for for those good folks at Emerald Waters. We're sorry to hear that happen, you guys, fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell people to take their fucking mask off before they come in. That's our best advice. Um, I saw a story on Instagram going with the uh, same theme here. Uh, the Fly Box up in Tennessee mm-hmm. um, hosted the Overmountain Trout Unlimited Chili Cookoff. Strip set. Yeah. That looked like a damn good time. It didn't, it though. Yeah. Even if set, the chili, someone's I mean, chili was garbage, that looked like fun. Right. Well, you know, what? what struck me is, you know, the fact that it's not only, you know, a great social event that they put on. Because, um, you know, there are certain bragging rights that go with, you know, being oh, able to craft a good, a good pot of chili. Yep. Um, everybody did it for the purposes of raising money for the TU chapter uh, that's doing good work up there. So, uh, you know, I would like to hope that uh, other shops whether it's shops here in Florida or shops, you know, up and down the eastern seaboard or out west, see stuff like that. Um, and we see more and more mm-hmm. fly shops doing community events that uh, benefit some of uh, our conservation partners. Yeah. So uh, I, I agree, man. Yeah. Big strip set there. Yeah. Food, fishing. Beer. Fun. Right. Yeah, I mean, what yeah, a, a yeah, fucking grand slam, <laughs> all of the above. So, um, I think I took a screenshot, but I've lost it. Um, number five, hat prices. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe it was in our group text. Did somebody yes. share. Yeah, what was the price of a fucking baseball hat? That somebody had. Oh, it was like forty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, inflation, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start that one. Fucking trout set. Man. Yeah. Answer the phone. I remember when a twenty eight dollar hat was like, ooh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. pretty spendy. I mean, where? I mean, there's no way the supply chain, blah blah blah. I mean, like it's just gotten out of control. Like, yeah. It's all markup at that point. I was gonna say if people are willing to pay it. Oh, Marcus is going to go yeah. a little contrarian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, are people paying it because it's uh, a status symbol? I mean, yes. you know, I've got a box full of hats. Like, I don't mind paying for a hat. 
Um, usually that's one of the things when I'm on the road that I collect, uh, you know, because if I go in yes. the fly shop, I always buy a hat. Right. A Caveat, <laughs> if they have a hat with their fly shop name on it. Yep. Uh, and it's got to be cool, too. Yep. It, you know, it's got to be unique and cool. Um, but, you know, if, if tomorrow came and everybody's fly shop hat was 50 bucks, I would probably discontinue my tradition. Because yeah. that's just a little too spendy, man, for a hat. Yeah. Well, I mean, the market sets the value. I suppose. So. Um, but that's the that's the bigger question, Marcus. That's the one example we've seen of a $50 hat. Do we know, is the market bearing out a $50 hat? So, yeah. No. I no, mean, I think... These are... Well... I'm mass sure they've produced sold a somewhere of them. overseas, uh-huh. so I'm sure there's a logistical holdup or something. There's not a shortage of right, but they're kind of. Was that a Florida hat? Was it? I can't even no, remember. I don't remember. It was a South Carolina hat. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What am I? I don't want to say elitist, but you know, you're kind of getting like a one-off product. Like, they're not going to have a shelf of five hats, but there's 30 more in the back. Mm. They have... Some places, uh, working in a fly shop, I can tell you, they have more than you think they do. No, right. I, right but I'm saying, you know, if if I was to start putting stuff on So hats, it's a limited edition. Right. There you go. Yep. I think okay. that's what it is. Yeah, but still, you know, maybe it's just my big sweaty noggin. First time I make the mistake of wearing that bitch on the boat. Game over. It's a boat hat from now on. It's a boat hat from now on. So it's like the same with like the Haller Bro shirts. Like I love them, but there comes a point where I'm like, that's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow. Well, that's that's why I have with Haller in particular. um, I am Haller Pro staff. Yeah. um, Because I know that if you're on. The discount program with Haller, yep. you get 40% off. Exactly. Okay. So I've declared myself <laughs> to be Haller Pro Staff because I shop in the clearance last chance <laughs> section, yeah. which is clearance yeah. at 40% off. Yep. So, you know. Well, it works for those of you in the 2X realm for those. Yes. For us XLs, larges, and medium folks. Oh, it runs out. It's oh, few it's and out. far between. Oh, well, you know. Mm. Hey, eat more meat. You'll be in the two XL soon enough. (laughs) Oh, I'm already there. Don't you worry. (laughs) Take that last footer down. Here's here's it. I'm glad you brought up that point. Here's the difference that I see between hats and that is that you can still find you know a t-shirt style cotton t-shirt, whatever logo Mm -hmm. for twenty eight bucks. You know, yeah. Compared to the gauchos that are a hundred dollars, sure. but the gaucho is a nice snap shirt with yeah. embroidery, and you know it. it yeah, there's a lot no, more goes it, into it. Warrants yeah, that, no. Whereas a hat is a hat is a hat, and you're paying twice the price possibly for a pattern. Right. Well, and like a logo, you know, whatever the well, difference yeah, may be. But no, and I'm not saying. I mean, I guess I, the I'm same a, I agree. There's shirt a difference. Shirt shirt, so. Shirts, hats, like there's, I see a more value in a shirt, um, particularly like a nicer, casual dress shirt, as well. Right. I call it. Um, I liken hats but, to fly fishermen, 
as sneakers to I don't have a, have a group, but uh, particularly yeah. athletes and basketball players tend to like their sneakers. Uh huh. It's it's kinda, like a status symbol. Kind of right? come yeah. onto that 100%. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, well, yeah. If you have that limited edition, like um, how many did the banana good luck? How many hats did he have? Fifty. Oh. Fifty. And they sold out. Bam. And then right. he just made more. Right. He did those at you know a normal price, but the argument could be made. Hey, I'm only making 50 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, somebody did that for conservation, Bonefish Tarpon Trust and somebody else. And there was like $100 a hat. Oh, really? Yeah. Missed that one. It was not too long ago. It was maybe six months to a year ago. Oh, I definitely don't remember it. I well, like I bought um, one of the Bahamas Strong um, hats mm-hmm. that um, I can't remember it may have been Bonefish Tarpon Trust did those. It might um, have been. You know, and it was like everything was in the Bahamian flag colors yeah. or whatever, and it was to raise money for hurricane relief. Right. And it was more of a spendy hat, but it was to raise money. Right. And it wasn't whether I particularly liked or wanted the hat, which I, I it was a hat that I liked well enough that I was like, okay. But it was more so the... I know that the money that I'm spending on it, yes, I'm getting a hat out of it, but I'm also getting yeah. the the feel goods out of supporting, mm-hmm. you know, right. the philanthropy that's going on. Huh? I'm just Mark's just wearing a hat, so yep. we we never I mean, got around who's strip set and who's trout set. Oh, I'm strip setting because if I like it, I'm gonna buy it. Fair enough. All right, Mark. The price take, for hats for you is you fifty dollars. You can't now take on. the money Everybody with else you is when you die. And my kids sure as hell aren't getting it. Wow. <laughs> it's mine. Wow. I worked for it. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm trout setting it because I think that it's just getting out of control. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, it's, it's like anything with the market. There has to be a court like a correction. Yeah, there you and go. The hats are I'm I'm ready to correct so, them. Let's get back to under thirty dollars, please. The perfect example. I, mean, is I could buy. I, the, I would be willing to buy two thirty dollar hats, and I will never buy a fifty dollar hat. Right? The, exactly. Uh, what's the bracelet guy? Whatever. Oh, sightline. Oh, sightline. Yeah, sightline. Well, you know, like oh, that's. Well, now they got the fans. I remember when like they. I remember when they were giving them away. Right. They were giving them right. away around this very table. Well, they're yep. still giving them away, just not to the likens of us. They but, have to oh. be on a. Production but, you know, shoot, two, three, fancy island. Whatever. I also remember when they were giving them to guides who had full time jobs because they were hurting with COVID. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. They had each. They had guides with each fish species went to a different guide. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, I just think someone didn't do due diligence <laughs> on who had multiple streams of income, and there are some people that I'd maybe scratch my head a little. As somebody who bought one of their keychains, they make a decent product, but uh, they don't. I think I saw one for like twenty five bucks in a fly shop one time, and I didn't buy it because at the time I'm like, I don't wear jewelry. That's my thing. I it's just not yeah. a piece of. No. It's not something that's marketed to me per se. Right. Right. You know, so I don't really have a opinion on on that per se. I, I do like the fact that the guy. Has the hustle? Oh yeah, that yeah. put together and like He's he goes always ar- going places. He goes around, does like the trunk shows mm-hmm. and all that, and like I really admire his hustle 
it's just not a product for me. So I'm not going right. to be like, no, that's oh, what... that's a, you know, it's overpriced or underpriced or otherwise. I don't know because I'm not right, in the market right. for that. Right. That's I'm, not that I was, but like you said, they were giving them out for free. Somebody probably said, hey, you should charge. Okay, well, I'm going to charge 25 Oh, well, somebody wanted 15 of them. Okay, now I'm going to charge 30 because I'm getting more. So and now it, it, I can use... He does. Like, and I, Mark, I feel you on the hats to an extent. Like, you know, like... I agree, don't, 50. Don't apologize for being the most expensive guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Right. But... Make sure your product demands it. At the same time, you know, coming from a hat connoisseur... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm about to figure out something else. You know, maybe I want to be buying hey, T-shirts. They, they go on sale on Howler.com too. They still got some in last year's models on sale. Howler's, Howler's hats had, for me. Howler hats. I, I haven't seen. They're in the. I just looked at the the discount bargain cave or whatever they uh-huh. call it. And what, yesterday they had a handful of hats still. Yeah, yeah but how much were they in the in the though. bargain bin? Well, they were still like twenty eight bucks. <laughs> there you go. But That's they were like, marked down from thirty five. Yeah. So which is I mean, thirty going, going rate. Yeah, thirty five is like kind of where hats are. But right. you know, thirty five up to fifty, you're like, ooh, what makes this so special? You know, who had a, a decent deal not too long ago was uh, Flood Tide. I got one of their hats for like five bucks one time no way and i it was so it was so good of a deal and i kind of liked the hat but i wasn't going to pay full price Uh uh-huh that i bought something else that i was kind of on the edge for just to get the deal on the hat okay so it was kind of like a loss leader yes yeah all right um final strip set or trout set uh i shared a document with you guys um, in the group chat oh. that uh, we received from a concerned <laughs> citizen. There is a plan afoot to bring a invitational, invite-only tournament. $300 a plate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's apparently big money to play, but it's, it's being titled as the skiff builders cup yeah it'll be a big goat rope of like 22 teams it brings back memories of like the redfish oberto cup kind of like uh it's an invite only event yeah it's invite only event Ah, um and it'll be teams you know comprised of different skiff manufacturers and not only are they going to wreck the lagoon for a couple of days pre-fishing it and then fishing it you know for bragging rights or whatever they also are going to have a race course set up yes. and do a skiff race through the lagoon so <laughs> i i'm asking of you guys you could probably tell what my position is just the way i'm introducing the topic um I wonder which skiff manufacturer based in this area that does a, another race type event that they can't get any other skiff companies to be a part of. Uh, mm-hmm. So before we before we kick it around, the manufacturers list was put out. These people are participating. Are they participating? No. This This was who they hypothetically uh, thought would be right. in it. But, but it was let's, a good list of like what, 20? There was 22. Yeah, it was like 22 a lot of teams. Yeah. 
Um, Sounds like it's going to be one boat race there. <laughs> but, you know. The rest of them don't care. When, when we got that and we kind of kicked it around in our group chat, um, I posted just the list of the manufacturers and kind of the, you know, mm-hmm. the premise behind the the tournament and the race and whatever. It was just, you know, one one page out of like, I think the mm-hmm. document's a total of three pages or something like that. Yeah. And I did a story with a poll um, saying, heck yeah, was one choice. Uh, and then the other choice was, please don't wreck the lagoon. And it was like well over 60% respondents said, don't wreck the lagoon right. over heck yeah. And I honestly think that some of the heck yeahs were people that were mistakenly thinking it was some kind of a shenanigan that we were putting on. So maybe they didn't realize, like they didn't, oh, they didn't yeah. really read it. They just saw, oh, they're getting ready to do an event. Heck yeah! yeah. Um, but some of those people that did their due diligence and read it were like, "Dude, the fuck!" So I've heard that this would be a fall event, <laughs> and it might actually be early October. Right, mm. convenient. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there because uh, I personally am calling Trout Set and with every fiber of my being, I will make sure that uh, they know that myself and anybody else that wants to join me think that it's a terrible idea for an imperiled waterway to host that kind of fucking goat rope. Well, it, it would it would be better if they even made an attempt to acknowledge that this waterway is actually in peril, considering their conservation, hard air quotations around that conservation part, conservation company setting this up, and that their you know eyes are focused south of the border, uh, more so than you know us us up up folk up here in the north part of the Florida state. Yeah. Um, well, there is a component in this plan, and it's only a plan right now. It's not an actual event that's actually, you know, come to fruition. It's just being floated out there. Um, there would be some kind of a donation made to the Super Clam Project, um, which I was like, okay, I got to do some research on what's the Super Clam Project. <laughs> clam with a and C. I, yeah, it's okay. the clam seating, and they oh, refer. Clam. I thought you said clan. No, <laughs> the super oh, clam. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted it's to make nice. sure. Uh, <laughs> wow, we actually kicked the monitor off there. Um, wow, because I was like, so what is he uh, talking about? How do you spell clam? What? No, yeah. the super clam, and what what that is is um, there's a a group that's trying to restore areas that historically have been rich in clam growth um and after the same event that started this whole process you know the cold event um the clams that survived that because they they're having a lot of difficulty finding adult clams since then any of the ones that they're finding they're using as brood stock to to reproduce um clam Babies and go back and re, you know, like put them on certain sandbars that historically always had high numbers of clams. Hmm. These are the super clams because these adults survived and hmm. are obviously cold tolerant. So they're 
the super clams. It's a good um, genetic strain of clams. Gotcha. So, um, but even even that the donation was like asterisk net proceeds from the event and the event from the way I read it as it's planned the manufacturer would buy their way into the tournament mm-hmm. once invited and we know of 22 teams that they at least plan on approaching uh-huh. to, to invite and then they'll have a big lunch open bar and all those kind of things um waterside uh restaurant here in the the lagoon so based on other galas and events the ratio of money raised to what's actually to the good that yields out right after expenses is typically pretty small yeah so there might be a clam or two in it for the lagoon yeah in in the in the contract (laughs) do you think they they made sure to state that you know if the event brings a, a net loss that the super clams have to, you know, come out of pocket for that. Or I don't know. <laughs> I think I don't know. on the whole trout set strip set, I think the super clam itself is a strip set. I like the idea of yeah, I think putting that's that where it goes. Neat. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think an invite going everybody. about it. I don't. Uh, that's a trout set. I don't think that's a cool way to do it. An invite-only conservation event is really, you know, toes the line that they're pushing, um, which it it doesn't make sense to alienate your stakeholders. Well, and to 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 spread awareness through only inviting in the in crowd. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah Having, I would go. Yeah. Because you know, only fifteen percent awareness of issues. Is, currently uh, exists after six years of existence. Yeah, big yeah. win. But uh, so, you yeah. know, so yeah, I'm going to say trout set. Yep, trout set. The, the, you know what would make the it super a, clam might be something that we could yeah. hop on the bandwagon. You know, what would be a uh, make it a uh, strip set. What's that? You and Ben holding signs. Why wasn't I invited? Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh we are. We, oh, oh, skiff builders. Oh. <laughs> Occupy <laughs> said event. We are the ninety nine percent. I know some friends on the micro skiff page Ooh. that are also of the conchfish breed. Ooh. That would probably yeah. well, assuming they can get their boat finished in time. <laughs> I was going to say, what boat are you going to be on? Let's, let's put that caveat. Not yours, because you never invite me. <laughs> No, hopefully mine will be done by that time of this year. Awesome. All right. Um, Now let's uh, throw it in reverse and do some look back. Um, Since our last podcast, uh, we did celebrate, which we've been beating you guys over the head with, our four-year anniversary mm-hmm. of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Four more years. And as uh, <laughs> as that went, we actually had an anniversary camping expedition out here on the lagoon. Um, it ended up being a rather brief <laughs> camping trip. Um, yeah. I think what we we got out on the island uh, Friday, Friday evening yep. and uh, had a good. Uh, campfire and i 
really butchered dinner, but you guys were very, very kind. I and, about and that. Like, <laughs> hey, nobody got sick. Those noodles picking were good. Picking around stuff. and I'm telling you, that chicken was still cooked. Yeah. It smelled damn good <laughs> no. roasting on the fire, <laughs> though. It did. <laughs> and who knew that and chicken... it sizzle. Who knew that chicken could make, like, a campfire so much more... <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> ...warming. Um, and, uh, you know, so we, we got out there Friday night, a little calamitous, uh, start to the trip with some, uh, lack of thawing of some, uh, dinner meat, but, uh, we survived till morning and we, uh, did breakfast. Uh, that turned out great. Breakfast ben, was ben, good. Ben, yeah. tip of the cap, man, you made, um, biscuits. Mm-hmm. In cast iron, in the freaking coals, um, yeah, and that was that was pretty rock on, pretty solid. Um, it was neat. It was the first time doing it. I've always wanted to try it. Yeah, and I'm tickled pink with how that turned out. Yeah. So uh, after Ben made biscuits, I made some sausage gravy. We all tanked up, and so uh, everybody kind of split up and went out and did some fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt actually joined us on the fishing trip or the camping trip, and uh, he just went around and uh, burned fuel like Joe Biden's not president um, <laughs> until uh, around lunchtime. It's efficient. Yeah, and he uh, he messaged and was like, "Are we eating lunch?" <laughs> I was like, "Stand by." <laughs> yeah. So uh, reached out to uh, Mark and Jameson and said. You guys want to do lunch anytime soon? What time? Uh, yeah, like now. So <laughs> we we uh, we all convened at JB's, and uh, here's where it gets good. <laughs> if you've been to JB's recently, you may have come across um, a server um, that I will tell you from now on. When I go to JB's, I will be asking for this cat by name. Yep. Um, and I, I'll tell you, the wait can be an hour if it has to be to get his section. Yeah. Um, do yourselves a favor. There's a cat working up there named Tucker. by the name of Tucker. Tucker. And he will absolutely make your lunch or dinner. I'm sure if he's working that shift at JB's, an absolute joy. It was awesome. Yeah. He he's a rad fucker. Um, so, uh, was this tattoo get drunk or something? Uh, yeah. Was, he yeah. had a bunch of them. Um, his, uh, it was he, he's, like... he's got all kinds of, how did he even, he termed it as white trash tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on, on his calf, re, re, describe it. It's, uh, so it, it's the best depiction that a three-year-old could do of, uh, <laughs> a gentleman talking to another gentleman. And underneath it, it says, Gator, let's get drunk. <laughs> we'll, we'll throw that up on uh, a story here shortly on social media. So uh, you'll know that you've got the genuine article. Uh, you've got Tucker. And then uh, after we had one. asked, yeah, it was. He had one uh, around. It was his, the Kid Rock one. He said, he goes, I like got a kid rock. he said something about, I got a Kid Rock one. And someone said, no. He's like, bet me. Yeah. And it's like unfinished, but what did it say? I I think it said America or something. Yeah. Anyway, if you go to JB's and you sit with Tucker, 
Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have a good time. Yeah, you heard are. about your kid rock tattoo. Lift up the shirt. I need to see it. Yeah. Yes. The ultimate white trash banner. Yes. And, and if you order High Life's, your food comes out faster. It does. And <laughs> can confirm. Now that's a secret you weren't supposed to put out. Right. Oh. But kudos to Tucker not even being like most people. JB's like, we don't have that. He's like coming right up. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, let's see. That was that was a pretty glossed over uh, yeah. camping expedition, but it was uh, it was rather short. Oh, after uh, we, oh, you know what? Ben had a rum runner. Uh, ben, oh, Ben did have a rum runner. Here's what I think happened. Ben got. I would say the closest Ben's ever been to drunk. Oh, Ben was Ben was, ben was super smiley. It. I was super smiley. I was like quiet and smiley. I was like. Is that a wave or is the dock rocking? Um, the all I could accredit it to was I was very polite to the bartender and I was very patient while he helped all these people who are cranky and I tipped him very well and he reciprocated that tip by I would say double. making I don't think it was more than double. Well, they're they're known at JB's for their rum runners for the floater that they put on it. <laughs> well, it floated heavy. Yeah, and I would say for we were there about three hours. I was feeling it till we left. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. <laughs> so it, it reminded me before I, I I was trying to I was thinking of shuffling this along, then I realized I would be remiss to have done so. Mm-hmm. That was one of the busiest fucking days oh, at JB's. It was, oh, yeah. it it was, was insanity. Wild. There was no boat parking. Right. People were jockeying for it. Yeah. And um, one of the highlights, probably one of the most feel-good moments mm-hmm. I've witnessed as a human being, uh, took place on the dock at JB's that yep. day. Um, you guys had gotten there first. Mm-hmm. And you guys were alongside the next slip was that big pontoon boat. Yeah. Yep. And there was enough room for Wyatt and I to slide in and the Hobie in between. And we just tied off to your skiff. Mm-hmm. And after we had eaten, we came back out and hung out for what, two, two and a half hours, yeah. something like yeah. that. Ish. And yeah. ish. And we became aware that the pontoon boat next to us in the slip it was a whole family it was yeah. a mm-hmm. huge family ronald and they were there for a birthday and how old was that cat 90 90 80? i thought he was upper 80s i thought it was 88 or 89 yeah. okay like maybe that. something like That's that up there and the first time i saw him there was still no inclination that it was his birthday mm-hmm. here comes this not frail, but like, yeah. you know, skinny little shuffling old yeah. man, double fisting drinks yeah. coming down the dock. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we were like, heck yeah, man. And he was just nothing but like beaming smiles. Yeah. And maybe an hour later, um, the guy that was playing uh, mm-hmm. at the band shell announced yeah. that there was a birthday in the house and it was Ronald. And it was his 88th or 89th birthday. And his whole party lit up. And, yes. And, yeah. and, and then as soon as everybody on the dock and everybody at JB saw it, the whole place lit the up. The whole basically. place lit up. And, <laughs> and the guy sang happy birthday to yeah. him. Yeah. 
and the guy got like a standing ovation. And it, it almost turned into like a parade down the dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. And he stood up he and was like, you know, like yeah, it was high fives, shaking hands. Yeah, it was it was really 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 cool to see. Number one, that he was just so with it at that age. He's still out pounding a few drinks, getting yeah. some sun, enjoying a good day on the dock and on the boat. And that's you could tell that's all he wanted to do. Yeah, and I think we all looked to each other and collectively were like, "If I make it that far, my yep. family better fucking do that for me." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they better know that that's flat. exactly yeah. what I want. That's right. I'll yeah, it was in, awesome. I'll be in the home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bust you out. Don't worry. That's yeah. right. We'll check you out for the day. I'll be there. It'll be like weekend weekend with uh, at Bernie's, yep. but it'll be at Marcus's. I've already been threatened with adult daycare. We'll, we'll get wild to build you a pontooner, <laughs> carbon tuner. Hopefully by then, <laughs> Emma. A one-off carbon tuna. Yeah. <laughs> we'll even look the other way at the three hundred Verado on the back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a little much for the shallow of a place, but hey. Yeah, Jameson's buddy had that, what is it, SCB, SBC? That wasn't my buddy. It's for sale, fun fact. Oh. It went up for sale, like, the Tuesday after that. How many hundreds? No, it was... was Call for price? Upper 70s. Yeah. It it was a lake and bay that got titled SCB, but, uh, yeah, a 450 Verado on the back of an 18-foot boat. Mm. She was squatting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. In indeed, she were. But the best vessel at JB's. Thank yes, you. thank you. To this day, uh huh. <laughs> was the thirteen foot. Oh yeah. Glow cider ginu that crept his way, snuck right up next mm-hmm. to the shade spot, which is a good spot, right in the middle, with dad, yeah, mom. And had to be like an eight-month-old baby. Yeah. yeah. They, they went in, got their drinks, got their lunch to go, put it on out, and right back around the corner they went. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I was proud. Yeah. <laughs> got more balls than I do. Part of the clan. I don't know about that. You're, you're a I don't know. You, I've comes. seen some video proof right. of your gutsiness. Yeah. Um, the uh, next thing I have on my list, I uh, departed the uh central florida area on uh one of those big metal tubes with uh fire sky bird, fire sky bird. drums on the wings and uh ended up in tennessee and while i was gone our buddy jimmy from alaska was in town and jimmy and marcus went out and marcus got his merit badge in Turtle Rescue. Oh, yeah. Tell us all about it. Carlos. Carlos the sea turtle. Uh, so, yeah, we were just starting the morning. Leaving Riverside. Just kind of not going anywhere fast. Is that near just, River Breeze? <laughs> what did I say? Riverside. <laughs> it's okay. Tomato, tomato. River Park. <laughs> River Camp. River Walk. Tampa. River water. Touche. Um, so, yeah, Riverside. <laughs> secret place. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we weren't going anywhere fast. We were catching up and talking and 
So we got this one little flat, and you know, I want to work the kinks out, get the cast. Coming along, I'm like, damn, it looks like an alligator. It's not moving. I'm like, mm, it's the head of something. Get a little closer, and it's a, uh, I don't know the, the Latin term, but it was definitely a sea turtle, not a terrapin. Mm-hmm. Uh, juvenile, I guess. Oh, yeah. Either way, it had been wrecked by a boat. Its shell was all mm. funky. Flipper was all funky. Did the, Went to the, uh, the Riverside. River Breeze. <laughs> Did the uh, Good Karma thing called FWC. They took down the information. You mind if a biologist calls you? No. They call. Well, can you go back and take pictures? Because we thought it was dead. Yeah, they wanted to identify at right. least what species had so I said, perished. Yeah, it'll, you know, it told the biologist, it'll be a few minutes. We have to turn around and go back. Pull up to take pictures. Couldn't get close enough because you'll know what the mat is, Larry. It's not grass. Oh, yeah, the, not... the macro algae that yeah. it was in. So I was sitting on top of that, and I couldn't get up in there close enough, so I had to reach out and grab it. And when I did, I kind of, like, woke it up, I guess. And it Zombie. tried to Yeah. Tried to swim away and all this stuff. So we got it. Talking to a lady on the phone. She's like, yeah, just, just hang on to it. Is that legal? Like, she goes, oh, it could be a couple hours till somebody gets to you. Mm, I don't know if I, you know, want to do that. Oh, I said you can. It's fine. All right, let's party. Wrap Carlos up in a blanket. He sat there on the, the little bench seat. Continued to fish for maybe an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> Give it, giving Carlos a skiff ride. Yeah. You know, the only thing was, I asked, do I need to get them wet? Do I need to, you know, spritz some, you know, the whole the whole show you see at the ramp when these things happen. He's like, no, just wrap them up, keep them out of the sun. All right. You didn't put them in a live well? I don't have one. Oh. Huh. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I won't either. I just didn't, though. So, we continued fishing, seeing fish, not catching. Mm-hmm. Saw plenty of fish. Uh, kind of like the ones Jameis and I were after. <clears throat> Got the call from some young woman from North Carolina that was volunteering at the Marine Science, Science Center. Center at Ponce Inlet. Mm-hmm. Did she it, from North Carolina, like the state, or from un- University of North Carolina, or? Did you just no, tell by her accent? State. No, or? because of her area code. Ah, okay. Call already. Got it. Call already. And she said, all right, it'll be a little bit before I get down there. I'm at brunch. Okay. <laughs> Three mimosas deep. <laughs> so we continued fishing. Tur- still breathing. Smelled. Good God, awful. I even... Oh. Asked the biologist in uh, St. Pete is where she was calling from. I was like, do do turtles normally smell like death? She's like, oh, my God, no. 
Like, well, <laughs> Carlos is a little crusty. Carlos is a little sepsis. Yep, and that's uh, what was the word she used? Some big word. Dead. <laughs> I don't think that's a term. No, she he was used. he was alive. I know. So, get the call. We bring him back to the ramp. You know, hey, what are you going to do with him? Where's he going? Do we get to name them? She's like, no, no, no. And the Marine Science Center. So I told her to give me the turtle back. That's unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to come see Carlos. Right. It'll be $5. Like, well, we'll pretend that his name stays Carlos. But, uh, yeah, she took one look at him and was like, yeah. Forget the word she used, some type of infection word. Necrosis. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. That's never good. But, you know, with the uh, antibiotic mix and all that stuff, they thought they could at least, you know, nurse him. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. And off he went. Hmm. I was kind of upset. And that was the time you molested a turtle. You had to take a temperature. So... Easiest way is. <laughs> but he had not sea lice, not sea fleas. They were like little bugs. Like, like Yeah, but you know what? Have you ever paid really close attention like on a upper slot redfish? You'll oh, yeah. see like yeah. like little parasites running around all over them. I've never caught one that big. Yeah, like little, like almost like the like uh, small the, the thing that comes out of the chest in uh, Alien. Alien. Yeah. No, these were smaller and like clear. Yeah, yeah. There's. It was gross. <laughs> but no, it was a. Marcus used to love sea turtles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like now he's like fuck up. Same with the manatee. I'm not reporting that son of a bitch dead. <laughs> Leave him. No, it was just a like you said a feel good moment, good karma. Even though he didn't catch a fish that day. Did you see It'll fish? Come. Oh, we saw lots of fish. Oh, so it was um, just like when you and I went out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Along that same flat as well. Oh, so you're spot stealing now. I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> but here's the thing. In my, my fancy uh, GPS unit. Oh, so you tracked me while we were going there? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I nicknamed it Whiskey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Look how proud of himself he is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> For those of you listening, you know the area. It's just off of uh, Slippery to the south. Uh, right outside of Riverside. <laughs> You'll find it. Yeah. But, no, it's just a good time catching good. up with Jimmy and, you know, saving some actually good sea life. And I don't know. So far as... Well, I think that's pretty cool that you got to yeah. do a turtle rescue. We'll call it a... It's been within six, seven months that I've rescued that spoonbill. Now the turtle. Yeah. And you had that teal experience. Oh, that son of a bitch just fell out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. They just wanted to take a ride on the Nomad, man. But, you know, when, when is it Mark's turn? When is, when is Mark going to catch fish when, you know? When's this good karma going to come? You need to start looking for balloons. I have those, too. I'm a steward of the uh, IRL Mosquito Lagoon. <clears throat> what about the St. John's? 
Are you giving up on that waterway? Or? No, uh, no. no, it's getting lower, uh-uh. so I've heard. So, What, that Drake can't draft enough? Uh, Doesn't mean he wants to risk. <laughs> it, I don't think he listens. I don't. No. <laughs> so, oh, you're talking runs. about. Oh, you're talking about somebody else. All right, yeah. <laughs> it runs through. Yeah. You're not pushing through. I'll just keep her on plane. Keep the tabs down. Keep her uh, until you hit so much sand that you're not going forward anymore, other than the forward flip over the center console. Exactly. I just do that thing. What's that guy? Those guys that have that long shaft motor. I just trim up and like. Oh, them mud motor boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need that water pump on that outboard. <laughs> That's called maintenance. So, uh, while Marcus was uh, doing the sea turtle rescue Mm -hmm. uh like i said earlier i was up in uh, tennessee and uh my good buddy kyle and i um we love kyle we did a little musky trip um just to you know in honor of ben um Hating musky Being a fishing. Stick in the mud. <laughs> Since Ben hated musky fishing, we were like, "Well, let's go musky fishing," because Ben's not here to hate it. Exactly. Um, that's the second time I've gone musky fishing in my life. So, um, is it similar to northwestern musky fishing, where you see them throwing those big streamers and then? Was it coming back to the boat and kind of figure eight in there? What or are you just so yes? Um, so we the first time I went musky fishing, um, yeah, you're throwing big flies, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like uh, articulated, you know, double hook, you know, front front, you know, stinger hook, front hook, um, you know, we're talking six yeah. eight inch, you know, the whole chicken, right, <laughs> and. Uh, the first time I went was in a lake environment, and we were fishing the drop-off where the weed line ended, and it, like, you know, dropped off into very, very deep water. So the muskie are sitting there as an ambush point. This trip, we're actually fishing a river. Oh, see? That's what... And the I river... Yeah, so the river... Um, again, muskie are muskie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're ambush predators, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're water wolves, you know, people call them. Nice. Um, so you're throwing right up to like the bank mm-hmm. because, and you're kind of reading the, the bank itself as far as like how steep it is. Cause you, you want it to be deep water cause they'll be laying like along the ledge there. Mm-hmm. Or if there's down timber, you know, they're going to be laying around ambush. down, you know, yeah. ambush out from underneath that. As far as the figure eighting goes, um, Kyle and I both are of the same mindset, you know, because you're throwing a sinking line, okay. um, you know, then leader and it drags the fly mm-hmm. down, you know, so and it's a, you know, strip, strip, let it sink, strip, 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 let it sink, you know, kind of erratic. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be a, a wounded bait fish. Um, and when you get it stripped back and you're seeing it, if you're having a follow, then yeah, keep the tip in the water and you can do the figure eight and that might entice a bite. We didn't have any follows. 
Um, we fished probably for hour and a half or so, maybe coming up on two hours and throwing a 10 weight. Um, Whoa, in the river? Yeah. Heavy yeah. gear. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're, Holy we're, crap. you know, potentially looking at, you know, 30 inch plus, you know, Holy bigger smokes. fish with some current. But, uh, how's that shoulder feel? Wow. Well, the shoulder was getting tired, right? And, uh, you know, the Larry's cast was getting a little bit sloppy. And Larry's cast fell apart on a back cast. Mm. Um, let me back up. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm in the front of the drift boat. Kyle's on the, on the sticks. And, uh, the way that Kyle had the, boat positioned and me being left-handed it was making it you know hard for me to hit like spots where he was like hey make mm-hmm. sure and hit that see that rock right there you know where it comes in like i'm like dude kyle i might have to go through the boat to do that you know like that's big no-no from where i'm from he's like no 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 we'll be fine we'll be fine you're you're gonna go above me you know this is oh, this is no. totally fine and i'm like all right cool all right. well two hours later um, the perfect storm of Larry getting tired, Larry fucking up a cast. I didn't think that could happen. Kyle lets out the, oh my God, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> How far yeah. into the, the forward cast were you? Oh, before it's, it's committed, <laughs> committed, <laughs> committed. So it was barbed, barbed bend deep. Oh yeah. Oh. So... So he he exclaims that that you got me, and I turn around and he's and I because the damn fly is so big yeah you know it's like wrapped around like on oh, it's it in the head and I was like did I get you in the cheek and he was like no 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 it's in the back of my head <laughs> and he reaches up and. Now I'm in the front, so I'm like I'm looking back looking over my back. shoulder, and when his fingers come out, there's blood, oh. and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I guess I really got you, huh? And he's like, fuck yeah, you really got me. <laughs> and when he said it, he kind of like the way he said it, he was like kind of laughing, which made me laugh, <laughs> and so. It was okay for him to kind of laugh, but when I laughed, he's like, fucker, don't laugh. You just fucking got me. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I'm trying not to fucking laugh, but Jesus Christ, man, you're laughing. And uh, uh, he was like, what the fuck are we going to do? I was like, well, you want to leave it in or you want it out? And he's like, well, I want it to fuck out. It hurts. (laughs) So I was like, all right, well, hold on. I was like, you got pliers? And he was like, yeah. He goes, just just, just pull it out. And I was like, you sure? And he was like, yeah, it'll come out. And I was like, is it, are the barbs mashed in? Is it, you know, I mean, and he was like, no, the barbs ain't fucking mashed down. <laughs> and so uh, him trying to turn around in the rower's bench and me trying to turn around in the fucking braces of the front of the drift boat and spin the seat around and get my legs around. The boat feels like it's going to tip over. We're just like, it's, it's, it's just a shit show. And so he hands me the pliers 
and like I barely even touch the hook, and he lets out a fucking scream. And so, I'll admit, I fucking laughed again because he was screaming like a bitch. <laughs> And not that I wouldn't be like right. I, I mean I'm right. not I'm not pretending that he right. he wasn't that he was out of line or anything I it just you know it's one of those it's one of those uh, nervous laughter yep. kind of you know response yeah. deals and uh, Kyle and I have a dear friend in common uh, Ben Sittig and I said hey Kyle I said you know what's perfect about this and I'm laughing he's like what motherfucker and I was like. Did you see that episode where Ben showed you how to take the fucking hook out with a piece of mono? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll do that. So he starts digging around in his fucking tackle bag and gets some mono out. Uh-huh. And cuts a big piece of mono. And I'm like, well, I watched it, but I don't remember a damn yeah. thing about it. Where do I put this? So he's like, well, I think we put it through, like around the bend of the hook. And let me see. You're going to, we got to pull down with that while you pull with the hook. So, and I'm like all twisted up. And so I, I get <laughs> the mono through the bend of the hook. And Kyle gets a hold of it, and then we realize both of us, because we look at each other, we look over at the pliers, we look at each other, and we're like, fuck, the pliers are like out of fucking reach. So then it's like, all right, you hold on, you just hold on to the mono, and he's holding on to the mono, and I'm reaching, and the boat feels like it's about to flip over, and I get the fucking pliers. So then like, I'm like, all right, you, all right. And he's like, I got, I got, you know, and I'm like, dude, just hold still, man. You're making it worse. And uh, I finally get like I'm having to like move hair out of the way, and it's like matted, and you know, there's blood. And I finally get in there, and I get a hold of the fucking hook. And I was like, you still got the mono? He's like, yes, I got the mono. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so how does this work? He's like, I've got to pull this way, and you're going to pull that way. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. You know what you're doing? Yeah, all right, I know what I'm doing. I was like, all right, on three, one, and I snatched, on like just after one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it came right out. Yeah. Came right the fuck out. And uh, – but then we then we were just laughing because you know it was over and uh, right like literally. I mean, I, not five minutes later, it started raining, and we were like, "Well, if the hook set wasn't you know the right. fucking sign, the rain is." And we he rode us back to the where we put in, and we uh, loaded up. And uh, headed out, but uh, no, 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 no. Further down, like right, like just above your hairline, base of the skull, base of the skull. Okay, like right on the spine. I've seen those right on the spine, and those are big hooks. Oh yeah, it was. He may have been screaming because the hook was like scratching his. I want to say, (laughs) I want to say it was a a five aught or six aught. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I, you didn't catch a vertebrae on that one. I actually have. Wow. Uh, I said uh, in, after it came out. Um, well, before, before <laughs> we cut we cut the leader, mm-hmm. so we weren't dealing with the 
Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was it. that was that was what that that reminds me of what fucking made me start laughing to start with. So once it happened, we you know we were both like real serious, like oh shit, oh shit, Kyle, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then. Like I told you, we were throwing the sinking line. Well, the fucking sinking line was, was out, out of the boat. <laughs> and he was like, would you get the fucking sinking line out of the water? It's fucking ripping my fucking spine out. God. And so, anyway, that's, I think that's what started the giggling. Um, so, anyway, we had cut the leader. So, when when you know, I yanked the fly out while he had the mono loop. And uh, true to form, Ben Siddig's uh, hook removal worked, but I had the fly. He was like, you can just fucking keep it. You can have that one. <laughs> so I actually have that fly at the house in, the house. in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, That's awesome. I did not catch a muskie, but I did catch a Kyle. Yeah. That's Sounds what I did like... uh, when my son caught me in the ear. Handed the fly to him. Uh-huh. There you go. Got a live one. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were we were thinking about fishing the following day, mm-hmm. um, which would have been Wednesday of the the time that I was up there. Um, but I woke up feeling like ass, and uh, turned out the weather was shitty anyway. So uh, when Kyle called, I said, eh, "I'm not feeling good. I'm probably just going to hang out and you know see if I feel a little bit better." And uh, Weather doesn't look good anyway. So, uh, Kyle's like, Yeah, I got a headache. <laughs> I asked him, I said, How's your head? He's like, He's like, It's pretty good. Uh, He's like, You don't think I need a tetanus shot, do you? And I was like, I don't know, man. When's the last What's, time you've had yeah. one? He's like, It's been, a, I don't even know that I've ever had one. I was like, Yeah, you mm. might want to get one. He said, Well, you know, that big old knot that was there is gone this morning. I was like, Oh, you're fine then. <laughs> so was it a new hook? Yeah. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. So uh I spent Wednesday posted up um watching, you know, searching for the the end of YouTube mm-hmm. and uh I don't know if I told you guys uh the last time like when Ben and I were up there that uh the back porch uh, on the south side of the house, uh, we've got a big deck, and there's a damn groundhog mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> has taken up residence under that deck. And the dude, they dig holes in it, like you know the the piers that your deck is sitting on. Yeah. You know, it'll cave in, and it's just it's just bad news. And uh, I was sitting there. Just, you know, kind of in la-la land, watching TV, probably drifting in and out of sleep. You know how it is, Marcus. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? And I heard this tap, 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 tap. I'm like, mm-hmm. a little bit more tapping. And for a second, I was like, man, there's a fucking bird, like, pecking on the window or something. <laughs> so I, like, look at the front porch, because a lot of times the birds will see the reflection, and they'll sit there and fuck with themselves in the reflection on the front window. There's no birds. Then I hear it again, and it's behind me. So I look. It's the fucking groundhog. <laughs> he is sitting up on his haunches, and he's, like, like, almost like he's playing the piano, like, pecking on the sliding glass door, looking at me. Like, as if to say, ha-ha, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, you little son of a bitch. So I get up, 
and like walk halfway across the living room. He just sits there and watches me like he knows I can't do anything to him. <laughs> and then fucking shoots down under the the deck when I get close to the sliding glass door. I would have shot the window out. Well, and oh, oh, <laughs> well, okay. that alone. Yeah, well, okay, so <laughs> so he lives under the deck. Mark is like you little shit. <laughs> so so you know I'm thinking, how do I shoot this son of a bitch? Because any shot that I make, I'm gonna be shooting at the fucking house. So he's he's got the perfect little fucking racket going. He's living under the deck. There's no safe shooting lane that you won't hit the fucking house if you miss him or pass through. And I'm like, fuck this. What am I going to do to get rid of this goddamn groundhog? So I go back to watching fucking TV and napping. And some point, you know, like an hour later, something catches movement in the corner of my eye. I look. And here comes that goddamn groundhog <laughs> out of the fucking cornfield with all of like this, uh, you know, the the shucks, uh-huh. from, like a whole mouthful of shucks. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker, you're building a fucking <laughs> yeah. nest. You're about to breed. So now I'm going to have multiple groundhogs. And I'm like, wait a second. I know what I'm going to fucking do. <laughs> So I get up and I'm wearing like uh, these fucking house slippers. <laughs> so I'm like really fucking quiet and I fucking walk through the house, go down the hall, past the bathroom, into my sister's old bedroom, which is on the same wall that the. Mm-hmm. Larry, the Larry's sniper hide. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I fucking real quiet. Take out the fucking screen, and it's a it's the windows crank oh, yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. Yep. So I crank the fucking window out, and the fucker never sees me or hears me and goes under the fucking deck. You know, because it's she. It was a she. It's going. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then I go and fucking retrieve the 410, and I fucking load it up with some fucking rounds. And if I can get it all ready, lay it down on the bed in the bedroom, and I'm like, some fucking groundhog's dying today. <laughs> Three hours later. Dude, I can't tell you how many times that son of a bitch would come out from underneath the deck and sit on the step at the top of the deck, right, right. beside the house, right outside of the door. No angle. The, no. Oh, yeah. No angle. I, I couldn't shoot. And finally, three hours later, it slipped up and went back to the cornfield for some more husks. And I saw it, and I fucking ninja crawled behind the fucking couch until no, I got to the fucking hallway, got up on my, you know, with my slippers on, fucking slippered my way down the hallway and I fucking poked that 410 right out the fucking window and when she walked into range boom face full of lead rolled her over tits up it was over so he's now known as the uh, the devil of Johnson City (laughs) (laughs) so I've seen it on YouTube, so it's absolutely true. Um, 
Are groundhogs similar in size to prairie dogs? Oh, Lord, no, about three to four times as big. Oh, they're, okay, then it wouldn't have worked. I've big. seen it where they get, like, the five-gallon jug, the water jug, uh-huh. and they fill it up with water, and they put it over the hole. And so the water starts pouring in, and the little ground squirrel goes up and gets stuck in the tube trying to run away. Oh, no. This no, work, the man. fucking groundhog holes are, like, this big. Yeah. Like... Can you eat them? There are people that eat groundhog <laughs> up there. Can you? Yes. Your yeah, face they're, got they're, so excited. <laughs> so, so, you know, they're they're herbivores. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rodents. They've got big old like those big old like yeah. rat style teeth, and they like. I guess it, as they eat, it it trim. Long. Yep. It trims them down or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure. They're probably fairly tasty. I mean, they go out and eat alfalfa and corn and right. grass, clover, whatever. Man, I wish I was free there. range. Taking video. Yeah. Larry, oh, it had to Larry be. Just posted up waiting. So <laughs> slowly bring the shotgun. <laughs> as you were telling, this. well, there was. It was actually there was a sense of urgency behind because i had to get from the living room <gasps> right oh, all the way to I thought you were just sitting in the room no oh, no 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 i had to like <laughs> w- w- i was in the lazy boy when i saw him coming back the second time so i had to like freaking roll out of the lazy boy sniper crawl across the living room right. and then sneak down the hallway because they've got super super good hearing and vision yeah. so you got to be super stealthy I mean, you can almost, uh, it's weird. Groundhogs can almost hear you think is how aware they are. Um, My neighbor Howard, my dad, like the whole time I was growing up, like it's always been open season on groundhogs. Well, because of the cattle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, prolific, prolific stories of those two versus one or two groundhogs that just like were always so wily that it like took months so mm-hmm. to finally get a shot. I'm glad that you brought that up because as you were telling this story, I just had images of Bill Murray and Caddyshack, <laughs> and I was like waiting for the C4 to come out. No, um, and it, it's interesting that you mentioned that they're they're wily and and cunning, you know, because it took him significantly long time to rid and he never actually did well the i like watching the courts it. there it's down that hole of youtube mm-hmm. prairie dogs or i almost said raccoons groundhogs um New a video shooting them people shooting them so they use like a 17 hmr yeah. oh yeah yeah just fucking blows them away and they'll like do a flip in the air yeah. and you ever shot bunny or rabbits yeah. Same thing. Shoot them with a twenty two, they do backflip. Yeah. Oh, I see I always use shotgun. Oh. I can't remember who I was talking to via text, but I they were like, What are you doing? I was like, Oh, it was Kyle. It was Kyle. That's who it was. Because <laughs> he had checked in. He's like, Are you feeling any better? I was like, Hi. No, not really. He's like, you get out of the house at least? And I was like, no, I'm on a fucking mission. He was like, what mission are you on? And I was like, I got a goddamn groundhog living under the deck. 
I was like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch today. He's like, what are you going to get him with? And I was like, 410. He's like, yeah, that ain't going to kill that groundhog. It's just going to piss him off. I'm like, <laughs> so I want you to come run through the backyard. Let me shoot you with the 410. Yeah. Tell me if it just pisses you off. <laughs> and uh, so I texted him later a picture of it tits up in the backyard. And he was like, with the 410? I was like, hell yeah, from 30 feet. <laughs> nice. Well, not Rambo. Yeah. Huh? Lambo. Lambo. So we're sitting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting on the camo. Was it a pump 410? Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Yep. You, you can yep. read that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you were molesting turtles and you were destroying groundhogs. Eradicating. I was getting hot with Ben's wood. Oh, yeah. Oh. Lots of wood. <laughs> what a way to phrase that. Big wood. <laughs> Big wood. Big, heavy wood. Girthy. It is heavy. Stinks. It's got to be. Uh, that's what she said. Between two and three hundred pounds of beam. Mm. Ooh. The. Yeah. Well, it, it was when we unloaded it. It was rather damp. It was damp. That's not a problem for the rock over here. So here's the coolest thing about it. Um, it wasn't me. Ben was doing ninety percent of the work. Thorsten Timberworks, as I believe the name. Knows your friend and mine. Um. Robert, Robert, but listens to our podcast. He follows at least all of us. So, I, and so I think he's a listener. Okay. Um. So I had posted a picture of the back of the U-Haul, and he's like, "What are you doing with that?" And I was like, "Making hardwood floors." And he's like, "It's gonna be beautiful, but it's a bitch." I was like, "Perfect." Now I have somebody who's done it. So I got to pick his brain, and everything I was thinking was on the right track. I'm on the right path. I haven't started yet. It's still I've got it. I, we stacked them up. We cut one beam in half, then stacked eight, cut it in half, and stacked eight so it's all stacked out properly for airflow. Uh-huh. It's a nice, so it can, neat pile. It is nice and neat. Um, Do you have, like, tarp over it or anything? No. So how long is it going to take to dry out in Florida weather? He said that it won't, once it's dried like that, he said it won't, it won't really retake any other than surface moisture. Hmm. So that's why I didn't tarp it yet. Um, okay. I'll probably tarp it before we leave for the honeymoon. Just let it have a you know a week to uncook off. Right. But it's been dry, mm-hmm. and breezy. Um, so what will you do? Will you run this like through and so, rip it down into planks? And yeah. Then- so it's on a it's a ten inch by three inch beam, and I'm gonna slice it against the three inch, so I get okay. three inch strips out of it. Right. And then I'm going to take those and let them sit in the air conditioning for a week and let them acclimate and shrink and twist. Right. And then I'm going to run them through my router and put a tongue and groove on each side. Okay. Um, and then, well, I'm going to plane it first, then run it through the um, router. And then bring it back inside for another, like, just day or two. And then you butt it into the ground and shoot a nail through the tongue and then next one and just work your way out. And how, what's the yield that you think you're going to get? How many square feet of uh, usable wood? It's a little hard to say. Tell um, me what room you're doing. I'm doing the master bedroom, the hallway, and the guest bedroom. Okay. The whole, the whole point behind this, the living room and kitchen of my house have 100-year-old heart pine flooring. Yeah. To match that is about $45 a square foot. I don't have that kind of capital. So I need another... And these are Cypress? 
I think they're pine. I'm pretty sure they're heart pine. They were advertised as cypress, but they don't smell like cypress. They don't act like cypress. They're mostly pine. Okay. Um, so they match really well. Okay. They're, some of them, the grain's super tight. Some of them, it's a little more loose than the heart pine, but it, I'd say it's it's all fairly heart pine or close. Um, if I can yield 10 sticks a beam, because I'm cutting them at three-quarter thickness, so at 10 inches, I should be able to get 10 out of it. That would give me 30 inches of flooring at 16 feet. Um, and, of course, I'm cutting all the seams and staggering them. So I think I have, was it 52 beams? Something like that. 52 beams. And I think I think I truly need 20 to make everything and then some excess. Oh, okay. So you got plenty. So I've got plenty to mess up, have it voids, checks, whatever. And then... I've had a couple people reach out and be like, keep me posted. I'm very interested to see how this works out. Like, they want some. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be generous enough to mill it for them. Um, Some of it's so hard. I think, I mean, I'm definitely, I think I definitely have to go through two blades on the table saw. And then I don't know what else I'm getting into with the router. I mean, the good thing is pine soft, but. It's a shame that you can't bring it up to Tennessee. Because sh- we can just run it over I to know. Howard for the sawmill. I know. Run you oh, off the planks you want. We could get another That's U-Haul. Crazy. See, I would just. I sent you guys. I sent you guys the yeah. the video firewood of, of the firewood cutter. Yeah. That was yeah. brilliant. I would just make a raised floor. Just throw the beams in there and a <laughs> ramp up to the beam. <laughs> Solid beam floor. Well, I had to rust like. What are you doing? Was like it's a Viking rustic bed. feel, babe. Right. Um, Got to wear shoes. And then one of the things I'm doing, there's a, in my living room, we, my parents vaulted the ceiling and then it comes to a peak and they've got like a little fake drywall beam and I'm going to skin one of them out to like a quarter inch and veneer it so it looks like a beam there. What, what does that mean, veneer? Um, when you <laughs> shave it into a thin layer. Mm. And? What, the wood? Yeah. And what do you... What do you glue it? It's like a facade? I'll, like a facade. So it's like if you, when you do it on a hardwood floor, so you can get, like, if it's, it'll be like plywood or like some sort of like so- poplar, some kind of other softer wood, and then mm-hmm. whatever that, like a mahogany would be on top. It'd be just a veneer version. It'd be like a one eighth of that for on top of half inch of whatever flooring. So you, so it yields, the more expensive wood goes farther. So in this case, a beam is going to be too heavy. So I'm going to cut it down so I get the look of the beam without the weight. And I'm going to put it up there and have it on a 45 miter on this side. A what? Miter, which is yeah. an angle. So it'll miter <laughs> down that way. And then this side I'll box in with another miter so it joins up glues and nails. and So you know. Looks like what I want it to. So it's like the belts and suspenders. He's going to glue and nail it. Yeah. Yes. I'll see it when it's done. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, I'm excited did, for it. did the U-Haul company ever call you back? No. Oh. Uh-oh. They wanted to find out how all those termites got in there? No, there were no termites. Why? They why probably the want to know why the corner in the upper box was crushed in. <gasps> uh, just the plastic cap. Just the cap. Um, in mom's attic. In mom's attic, I this to fucker was so big. No, I 
backed it into the driveway because the dumpster got dropped off for the roof. So there was like a limited space. I got it in there. So to get it in the backyard, the goal was let's park this thing as close to the pile as it's going to be. So we don't have to carry 300 beams. Because the gross calculation we did, the weight was around... Ten to 12,000 pounds in the truck. Sounds uh, about right. I didn't want to move it. So I pulled forward going south, backed up to my driveway, kicked halfway in, and the way the angle was with the length of the truck, I had to readjust. So I pulled into my dear sweet neighbor's driveway forward. Who's got an old oak that kind Who's of got an old oak that 45. hangs a little lower than you'd think. And I was good till I tried to, when I backed up, I turned into it. And it was too late. Like it was like one of those things. Like you're on it, so you're either ride it out Gotta or you don't. It. And so it was like easier to scrape it out. And I just they put those plastic crush caps on for a reason. <laughs> they just got all floppied in there, and and I didn't say shit. Mm, Benjamin, I'm That's like the thing. They always look down. Oh, never yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to notice, but you know, we apparently dro- we not. dropped and ran, and never never heard the rest of it. So. All right. Yeah. Any of those that work out there at U-Haul that, you know, yeah. might be coming for you now. But Well, so um, just real quick, we want to give a shout-out. We mentioned uh, Jimmy, our friend from Alaska, who was on the Carlos the Turtle rescue. Uh, Jimmy is uh, starting a new venture. Um, he is. Family Air Service um, out of Ketchikan. And uh, I think Wyatt and I might be planning on going up and uh, seeing Jimmy. Badass. Have a little fly out uh, yeah. fishing service yeah. and uh, tour service. So uh, kudos to Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, that's a big, that's a big freaking oh, move. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Shannon shared a story with me that I'm going to share. Um, probably. At the table, Jameson is going to get the most um, kick kick out of this story. Um, and then I'm sure there's numerous of our listeners that are going to kick get a big kick out of this. Um, throughout the pandemic, um, everybody's kind of moved towards um, Zoom calls and all that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well... There's um, somebody that Shannon knows, not on like a ultra personal level, but like, you know, from doing some business with them. And this lady is like super big producer um, in an organization that she and Shannon both sell for. And she was having a Zoom call with like all of her customer base to go over like new product and you know answer questions or whatever and i guess that you know i'm not super familiar with zoom calls um but there's different levels and she apparently was able to like get like 500 people that's like max that you can do on like a zoom call yes so and apparently the way that works is like everybody is going to see the person that's talking 
but it's not like the Brady Bunch of 500 people. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. that's a bummer. But if you, yeah, but if <laughs> if I guess whoever, like if Jameson was the host of this massive Zoom call, everybody's going to be seeing Jameson because he's the host, right? And then Jameson somehow. Like maybe there's a button that I push if I have a comment or a question, I push it, and if he recognizes me, then when he hits me, I he disappears, and then I come up on screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they've got this big Zoom call, and everybody's checking in, and you know it's like real high energy. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's real super positive. This girl that's hosting this call is, you know, talking about everything. And it gets to the point where it's like, you know, anybody have any questions? And this cat says that he has a question. And she calls on him. And the screen goes to this dude. And he is buck fucking naked. (laughs) (laughs) He dongs 500 soccer moms. And uh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Uh, Is he like the reporter that got fired? No, no. And why uh, was he naked? I uh, nobody knows. Nobody even knows who he is. Just living free willy out there. He He just joined a random zoo. He somehow somehow got the zoom meeting invite or whatever. And uh, oh, I guarantee you, there's people that just sit out there. His calls. His his name on the screen was John Hopper. So John Hopper, wherever you are, well executed, my friend. I laughed when Shannon was telling me the story. I literally have not laughed that hard in a long time. I was like fucking crying laughing uh, because she was telling me, you know, how mortified this girl was. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, my God. And uh, I'm just laughing because it reminded me. And I think I've told this story in the past. Um, I, You know, I had a buddy in college. Um Back when it wasn't like a fucking sex crime and you got put on a list, you know, that would that would streak at yeah. parties. And, uh, you know, to me it was, you know, John Hopper was just, you know, going back to just the old <laughs> days, doing, like it's Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Yeah. Frank the Tank. Yeah. Come on, honey, everybody's streaking. <laughs> everybody's doing it, come on. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was not on that call, but, man, that would I, I would have been the one dying laughing. Oh, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just some guy fucking, you know. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> exactly. So um, if you're out there in Zoom land. Um, it, keep, it, it, keep an eye out. It's it's possible. And if you see John Hopper coming up with a question, avert to your eyes. Hopper, 2024. Um, <laughs> anybody else uh, heard about Old City Fly Shop? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Heard a few things. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty I'm positive. Excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, looking forward to going up, checking that out. Never can have a, you know too many fly shops around. Be nice mm-hmm. to have a new local fly shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that far away. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that that area didn't have one. I always thought they you know kind of they had... had Oyster Creek. Yeah. yeah, and prior to that, they'd had Black Fly. Black yep. Fly originally was in St. August. Yep. yep. With Vaughn Cochran. And then uh, Vaughn had both the 
excuse me, uh, the St. Augustine shop and the Jacksonville shop, and then he closed down the St. Augustine just to have the Jacksonville, Hmm. and then when he finally decided he was going back to full-time arting, then he uh, sold out to Strike Zone. Yeah. And Strike Zone's kind of like, you know, more of a tackle shop with a fly area now. Yeah. So... uh, It'll be neat. And uh, yep. from talking with Travis Luther, who's one of the three principals behind the shop, it's going to be the kind of shop that, you know, you go in, there's going to be kind of like, you know, inviting to stick around and lounge around and hang out and talk. And it's going to kind of be that, you know, community center-ish type of uh, shop vibe. So looking forward to seeing what oh, they yeah. got put together. Heck yeah. I'm glad to make, I'm, I'm ready to make more trips up to that area. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, big news um, for us that I think it's safe to go ahead and put out there. Everybody get your pencils Ooh. out, sharpen them up. Get that calendar Get ready. your calendar ready and circle April 23rd. Ooh. It's a Saturday. For what? So it's no excuse. Drum roll. What are we saving the date for? Taylor Trash Fly Fishing is hosting the F3T, the Fly Fishing Film Tour, at Marine Discovery Center. So it's going to be Fly Fishing Film Tour Mm -hmm. Under the Stars. Mm At the amphitheater. As it should be. It's going to be, you know, lawn seating um, out under the stars. It should be a fantastic time. Um, Come a little bit early. You can do a little tailgating. Tailgate action. Um, You're going to be able to BYOB to the event. So uh, bring a blanket. Yeah. Bring your small little uh, Yeti hopper with some cold beverages in it. Maybe some cold chicken from Publix, Ooh. and uh, sit back and relax with a bunch of friends and like-minded yeah. folks. And the really cool thing is, you're going to go to the fly fishing film tour, and the cost of your admission is going to be tax deductible. Number one, mm-hmm. and number two, it's going to benefit conservation and restoration. <laughs> In Indian River Lagoon, Mosquito Lagoon. Heck yeah. Supporting Marine Discovery Center. Awesome. So uh, we will have, I'm sure, way more announcements than you care to hear or mm-hmm. see coming up soon with all the details. But go ahead and circle the calendar. Start making your excuses. Letting the girlfriend or the wife know. We got plans. You're yep. busy on that Saturday night. Oh, bring them along. Yeah. Yeah. It's a family-friendly event. Absolutely. So... Uh, we're happy to be able to announce that, and uh, I think what uh, next Saturday or this coming Saturday, what's the big thing that happens? Um, the, not um, just my birthday. Oh, not just my birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh no, thirteenth Saturday, no, March eleventh. Saturday's the twelfth, by the way. Is that? Oh, well, okay. Friday's the eleventh. So, do we, we. What happens on what happens on the twelfth? I'm sorry, I was. Do we go? Set, yes. Set spring, clocks, forward? spring forward. We yeah. spring forward. Oh, yeah. So we start getting light. 
Samosa. So that also will mean that we'll be planning very soon another TPCC yes. event. Mm-hmm. The tour. <laughs> so the tour will be back. So uh, get your gambling money together. Let's do it. And get out on the lawn. Get out on the lawn. Cats. Practice. Yep. New format. The game. New format. Game's going to be a little different. Um, so, anybody else have any show notes? No. Nope. No. We covered them all. Yeah. yeah. One session. We're yeah, we 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 powered we straight through. through. So uh, you beat me at my game because I have to get up early tomorrow, and I was like, I don't want to bail. But I might leave after the first break. You only live. Uh, oh, I was really? Time it out. Well, I can, look, I'm. I'm Can't up for four. We're going to do a little Irish goodbye. I was going to say goodbye. I wasn't going to just dip. But you never went to break. I'm like, I'm going to be here for this whole thing. Let's go. Buckle up. Drink a water. Get some energy. Yeah. Well. I mean, you only live once. Baby. Yolo, baby. Just All right. An extra. Well, uh, friends, we appreciate you joining us here around the old oak table. For another episode of Taylor Trash After Dark, we'll see you on the next one. Under city lights, pump the lighter, scream is righteous, work it out, but y'all ain't hearing it. Nah. Words travel deep in your spirit alone. I cruise the block and use the box and serenade the moonlight with the speakers. Niggas lean back, deep in your seats and feel me. Clicks and crews and hoods and gangs, we love it, I'm loving you dearly. Keep hustling, juggling, pressure, life and success. Those who made it, debated until another's death. Right. We buried ourselves under the jail without shovels and dirt under nails. Bubbles with crime and trouble tales of street violence turned extreme. From calling out names. To ripping joints on stage, to cutting fame time short, to life support none. But just realize what y'all done We giving them reason to scream on us and it's just begun uh-huh. What happened to us in the bigger picture Don't you understand when one of us falls That we all fallin' with you Come on yeah. If you believe in us and you really believe that Okay Then maybe you do what you're supposed to do Do what you can say Better than this If you believe in us and you really believe that Yeah, alright I represent for a nation, thought we was in it together But I guess it gets strange when money rains in sunny weather Tougher than leather, we weaker than glass And shattered on the side of the road, trying to get a robber past each other fast Clothes, astro, hash, ice and whips have blinded us Never mind how the mind is trips for glitz Shit niggas, rich niggas got us in tow If it's not enough, they gotta put us all on the show Y'all lost me, somewhere between waking and coffee The shit changed so quick I didn't blink and it cost me Fuck it, it cost us, you even know where we at? Fuck that you are here, that we can't even open the map Rap's dead, rap sucks, so thanks to y'all for killing it Grilling it down and spilling its guts and filling it back up with trash Wait up, I mean cash but ain't the two synonymous with media politics, you know they love it. If you believe in us and you really believe that, okay, then maybe you do what you're supposed to do. The ones you can say better than this. If you believe in us and you really believe that, yeah, right. Then maybe you do what you're supposed to do. The ones you can say better than what y'all fighting for. For the light of the raw battle, no, can't be the latter, cause music just doesn't matter, right? 
Maybe I'm pitching emotions to broken ears and living in years when shit was spoken clearly without all the bullshit. Pulling clips, replacing kings with court jesters, bought presses, proclaimed the best is paid, and just forsake the rest who made it possible to be spitting. If you got the same topless women and grinning, then your joint'll keep spinning. I swear it's like swimming with sharks in public pools in shallow water, and some of these artists is fucking your youngest daughter. Feel me? Ain't no real fam, niggas is playing you. Trust me, I wouldn't let my brother have his way with you. I'm only stating facts, shit is plain as floodlights. We drop ten, I wanna fuck you. Maybe two one mics. I'm just trying to keep it done right. Want some unity? I want our crew to be just like it used to be. If you believe in us and you really believe that, okay, then maybe you do what you're supposed to do. The way we can say better than this. If you believe in us and you really believe that, yeah, right. Then maybe you do what you're supposed to do. The way we can say better than this. 